we know of no other God. You declared the end from the beginning. And from ancient times, all that is yet to come. And unto you, O God, and no other, will every knee on heaven, in heaven, on the earth, and under the earth, will bow and declare that you are God. And Lord, we thank you for the privilege of being your sons and daughters right here, right now. The privilege of bending the knee right now. <laughs> we don't have to wait, Lord. And we, we can bend the knee right now and say, we worship you, God. We're so privileged to serve you now. We're so privileged to exalt you right now. We're so privileged to live this life of grace, Lord. Live our eternity right from here, Lord. Not in the future, but from this moment, we are in eternity, Lord. And we thank you that you've got us in the palm of your hand. It doesn't matter what season we're in, Lord, whether it's a summer, winter, autumn, or spring, Jesus. You've got us. And when we allow ourselves, Lord Jesus, just to be the putty in your hands and allow ourselves to be pliable, Lord, every season is a beautiful season. Every season is fruitful. And whether it be now, Lord, or into the future, you are the same yesterday and today and tomorrow. And so thank you, Lord, that you have our future in the palm of your hand. And Lord, no one is more powerful than you. No one can take us out of your hand, Lord God, as you are God and there is no other. just felt that God said two words. One is love and the other is power. And with this word love, it's, it's caught up in what He wants to do for us. It's when we embrace His love for us that we can truly love those around us. And with that love releases power. When we embrace the fact that He loves us, there's power that is released. The kingdom advances. And we have a special message declaring the love of God through Christ Jesus to those that so desperately need to hear it. And I really believe there's a time of power coming, but it's got to be built on a foundation of, of love. Because otherwise it becomes works and we get caught up in self. So, Lord, we do declare, Lord, and stand on this fact that we will be known as a church that embraces your love. That we understand how much you love us. And that empowers us to love those around us, a fallen world. And through that, to be boldly claim what heaven has got for this world the restoration of people. The returning of the lost to God. The bride of Christ built up. 
Yes, Lord, we thank you. So when I head to that, <laughs> it's like, what is, what is power without love? What is the reason we're here tonight? It's not because God is all-powerful. Yes, He is all-powerful. <laughs> but what is the reason we're here tonight? It's because He's all-loving. Behind that, yes, it's all-powerful. And I feel tonight that God is just speaking life. And about the areas in our life where we feel there's a dryness. Even we're looking at us gather here, we're saying it's the last meeting, but I feel sometimes when that dryness comes, it like it's a formation of seed. It's a formation of new life. And I just feel God saying that seed, that new life, there's a lot of new life going to spring forth. Tonight, God's speaking abundance over us. Abundant love over our lives. Abundant love over this church, Repta. Abundant love over Highway. Abundant love in each of every and of our lives. With the base of love. That we go out in the power of love. So what I hear the Lord saying tonight is that he has given us the keys of the kingdom. We can either, we can lose what is on earth. I mean, we can use the keys to bind up and to lose. And we need to put that into action. He said we can stand on scorpions and snakes and we will not be harmed. And so it's time for the church, the bride of Christ, to emerge in power, but with love as well. Just as I've heard from other people tonight that I'm in agreement with. Because without love, everything is not, it's, it's, it's meaningless. So the Lord is saying, um, he wants to speak life, yes. Uh, he says he brings life to every dead place, everything that is dead. He is the resurrection and the life. So whenever he enters in, whenever his spirit comes in, things change. Things come to life. They spring forth. There's new things at hand. And I heard the Lord saying, um, there's a scripture, I think it's in Matthew, that says um, a seed has to fall to the ground and die before it can be resurrected. And Jesus did that for us too. But even in, the, in our times of despair and in our times of, of travailing and our times of whatever it is that's holding us down, the, the, the song that um, Julian sang was, was so online that you are still God throughout it all. We will keep our focus on you, Lord. We will not take our eyes off you because you are the author and the finisher of our faith. And if we need to know the direction, we need to look to you. But I also see a harvest field ripe. And I've even seen the, the, the wheat that has been bound up in, in bundles. And the Lord is saying the harvest is now. The harvest is now. The harvest is now. We need to go out. We need to do what he's asked us to do. He said, go out and preach the word. Go out and set the captives free. He's declared it. He's, he's given it to us. He said, go. Go. Go means now. 
So, Father, lead us and guide us in how we should go and where we should go. We are blessed in our church, Lord. We, we thank you for the abundance that floods in our church. We thank you for your presence that's in our church. This is the church that we love, Father. But we know from here you're going to send us out and we're going to come back. That's what I feel in my spirit. The Lord is saying he's going to send us out and we're going to come back to our church. And we're going to fellowship and uplift one another. And we're going to worship the name of the Lord. And then we're going to go out again. And then we're going to come back. And it's going to be a continual flowing of his spirit. A continual flowing and a, and a feeding and an and a impartation into other people's lives. Whether it's in the, in the city of Pantan, whether it's in the city overseas, wherever. The Lord said, I'm sending you out, and you're going to do mighty things in my name. Circumstances and situations will change at the name of Jesus. That is what the Lord is saying. And I pray that we step forth in faith. The Lord says, do not be fearful. Let us walk by faith and not by sight. Because when we look at our circumstances, we look at the situation, we will not do what God has called us to do. But we are led by His Spirit. We are sons of the living God. I just want to reiterate what Penny said right in the beginning. Saints, you have the keys of the kingdom. You have the keys. Whatever you lock shall be locked. Whatever you unlock shall be unlocked. You have the power in your mouth. You have the power in your hands. Do not, I, I, I just see this picture of many Christians standing in, in the veranda of the kingdom and they're looking at the door and they're like, how do I get in? But they're already in the kingdom, but they're like, how do I get deeper? But, ha but you have the keys. You unlock that door and you go in deeper because I have given it to you. I've given you all authority because it's been given to me. I give it to you because everything I have, I have given it to you. I am a co-heir with you. I am not just standing there above. I am not just standing there below. I am standing next to you arm to arm because I'm saying, come, let's go. But I am waiting for you to go and unlock the door, explore explore my kingdom, explore, come on saints, stop being so passive, stop wondering what's going on, like what am I doing here in the front of this door, the door has been opened, you have the key, you have the authority, whatever you lock will be locked, whatever you unlock will be unlocked. I was given this uh, scripture, Isaiah 40, uh, last week in our soaking time, and I think it's for now for us to pray this. And flowing on from the other words that were given, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, it is what we see all around us, a wilderness of those not knowing the Lord and going their own way. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. And it's not insignificant that our name is Highway Christian Community. And we are called to make 
straight in the desert and prepare a way for the Lord in this area that he's called us to. Every valley shall be exalted, lifted up, and every mountain shall be brought down. And I speak to every mountain that is in our way. I'm reminded of that word that Alec brought uh, many months ago about the rocks being in our path. And we command those things that are in the way of us going forward in highway to be removed and cast into the sea in the name of Jesus. The crooked place that has been around those rocks shall be made straight and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed through his church in highway. And all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The voice says, cry out. We need to cry out, and he says, what shall I cry out? For all the flesh is grass, and all, that it's, and all of its loveliness is like the flower of the field. It seems to be so prosperous, but the grass withers and the flower fades because the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass and the grass withers and the flower fades. But the word of our God stands forever. His purpose for highway is forever. His purpose in, for his people is forever. And we say, Lord God, your word shall continually go out of our mouths. We shall still We'll continually make the way straight, the highway for you, Lord God, and your um, will shall be accomplished in highway in Jesus' name. When we were speaking about seed that's dying first, and we spoke about the wheat, I just saw the wheat, the middle of the wheat seed, it's a long straight seed with seeds coming off the sides and just all that little part being highway m13 <laughs> and i saw the seeds just on either side and it's like new life where, where 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 it goes so i don't know what that means but i just had this picture in my head of 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 new life all across this this region Hello everybody, my name is David, my wife Penny over there, we just feel honored to be part of this church, I just wanted to get that out the way, this word I believe is a prophetic word for this church, the Lord gave me during praise and worship, thank you Lee and uh, my, my brother there, um, and this is what the Lord says, Steve, and this word is for you and the leadership of this church, this specific venue that we've been here for a couple of months, four months, five months I think, Hans. the Lord says this was a dam, this is actually a dam, and so what had to happen is the water had to flow from the mother church to this dam to raise the level of the water to flow into a different direction that is higher than the church in Pinetown. And so the Lord says, do not forsake humble beginnings. 
He says he saw our striving, he saw our prayer, he saw the enthusiasm, he saw the passion. We just want to get the word of the Lord out. And this church specifically was more a family gathering, like uh, Steve Pulber used to tell us. This is more a family gathering, something that's closer to the heartbeat of the Lord. And my wife and I specifically love this venue quite nicely because we are worshipers. We absolutely love to be in the presence of the Lord. So it's a bit of a sad thing for us to go from this venue, but we do know the Lord has higher plans for this church. So remember, the river flowed into this dam, the water raised to a certain level in order to go to a different current, a different direction. Amen. I think the, um, what I'm feeling that the Lord is reminding me is uh, at a time where the storm is high, the boat is seems to be sinking. We are so panicky that we accuse the Lord of sleeping. And um, he's just reminding us that he's with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He's the one that will guide us step by step. We should calm down. We should rest with him. And he will give us where to go, how to go, how to build. And he's given me a few scriptures. <clears throat> we, and that is in the message, we humans keep brainstorming options and plans, but God's purpose prevails. So we at the moment must calm down, must seek him with all our heart and all our mind, and we must worship him. He will speak to us. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for God. For those who are called according to his purpose. The heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. We've got to calm down. We've got to know that he's God. It is in charge. And he will guide us. If we hear from him, we will build well. I will instruct you, says the Lord, and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eyes upon you. His eyes is never anywhere else but upon us who love him and worship him. But as it is written, what no eyes has seen, no hear, as heard, not the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. I thank you, Father, that we're not alone. I thank you, Father, that you have a plan and a purpose for all of us, Father, who loves you. And Lord God, that you have a future for us, Lord God. We thank you, Father that we have a great future for us, Lord God. For your, as we put our hands together and put those stones, remove them out of the path, Lord, that you will help us put a beautiful path so that we can glorify your name and will bring down your holy, holy, holy spirit into our midst so that we can carry on converting people into 
your beautiful church and your beautiful love that you have created. In Jesus' name, amen. So this is just from Jude one twenty. I do think it's, it's speaking to us. But you, my delightfully loved friends, constantly and progressively build yourselves up on the foundation of your most holy faith. How? By praying every moment in the Spirit. Fasten your hearts to the love of God. Fasten your hearts to the love of God. And receive the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ who gives us eternal life. Keeping compassionate to those who still have doubts and snatch others out of the fire to save them. Be merciful over and over to them, but always couple your mercy with the fear of God. Be extremely careful to keep yourselves free from the pollutions of the flesh. Now this is the, the punch stuff. Now to the one with enough power to prevent you from stumbling into sin and bring you faultless before his glorious presence to stand before him with ecstatic delight to the only God our Savior through our Lord Jesus Christ be endless glory and majesty great power and authority from before he from before he created time now and through all the ages of eternity and this is often used as a closing prayer but I think it's an opening prayer it's an opening prayer about our mission. And, uh, and the power of God. That we are not, when we see that things aren't going our way, is it because God doesn't love us? Or is it because He's weak and has no power? That's all just a lie. I think there's a call, you know, Steve's been preaching about this, the spirit realm and the soul and the body. And this just encapsulates that by staying firmly praying in the Spirit, the now and the reality of God's will sees itself established in the now. I think I'll stop there. The other day during one of the many power outages, <laughs> um, I was really quite taken aback because there was only one light in the, in the lounge, um, but all the, door, the, all the doors of the house were open. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to get to the bathroom or whatever, but I walked through the whole house and it's amazing how the light, that just that one light, okay, in the lounge, it permeated into the kitchen, into every single bedroom, into the bathroom. I could actually go into the bathroom, get my toothpaste and brush my, do whatever, just with the one light shining. And just my heart, just like that scripture came, 
And in John 1, it says there's a light that shines in the darkness, and the darkness will never dispel the light. And I just felt God saying to, to all of us, you are the light of the world. Just shine your light. It just permeates everywhere. been a weaving of God's assurance coming through the prayers and the declarations and the scriptures that God our Father has got a big smile on his face because he's saying like a father to his kids I've got this and there's a sense in which our purpose and destiny is fulfilled from a place of rest. There was a reason man was created on the sixth day, because the seventh day was the Sabbath. Today is the beginning of our week. We don't work towards the weekend, we work from the Sabbath. And as we work from that place, the crooked become straight. The valleys are lifted up. The mountains are brought low. Do you believe that word that God has to bring momentum? And sometimes we look in the natural and we say, all this energy that it's taken to, to, to pull this water into this, into this lock and to pump the water into this lock, what was the purpose of it? Until we see the ship starting to rise. We see the ship starting to rise. And then it opens up into another lock. And then we understand what God is doing. And we see that he is throwing seed out over the highway. There's much seed that's being thrown. Over many years, this gospel has been preached. And many hearts have been touched. And God is saying, I'm building an authentic community of believers in this city. Because my purposes and promises over this city have not come to an end. So Lord, we stand, what if we can physically stand and just, we come into agreement with everything that has been prayed, everything that's been prophesied. We stand in agreement with the purposes of heaven to be fulfilled as the keys of the heaven of the kingdom are engaged and things are closed that are or not permitted in heaven, and things are opened that are permitted in heaven. And Lord, as ambassadors, we step into that role to see your government, Lord, in our areas of education and our, our suburbs and our workplaces and our homes and our, our territory. We thank you that the kingdom shall prevail, the kingdom shall advance. And you said, do not fear, little children. The Father is pleased. He's pleased. Daddy is pleased with his people, with his children, with his family. And he's saying, I've given you the kingdom. 
You are part of my kingdom. Now come and enjoy and step in and move in and move out and enjoy what I'm about to do. You will for most part be spectators, says the Lord. And Lord, we do, we respond to that by saying, thank you that the pressure isn't on us. Thank you, Lord, that we're not called to build something you said you would build, that we are not called to pioneer something you've already said that it is accomplished. So Lord, we do tonight, we bring these prayers before you, always wanting Jesus to be exalted in our communities, where we gather, how that works into the future. You will be the center. You will be the foundation. You will be the anchor. We know not what the future holds, but we know who holds our future. And his name is Jesus. Amen. Let's give the Lord a praise in agreement. Thank you, Lord.